Welcome to Local Joker, where I, we, us, we talk to local comedians and dissect their genius, see what makes them tick. This is just for all shits and giggles, just for fun, to see where they're going to go with the goals of comedy and where they see comedy taking. They're just going to get inside the minds of different local comedians here on Local Joker. Today, I got a local joker who's newly here to Vegas, so he's super local. So he came from Arizona, and uh, he's done a benefit for the Special Olympics. Justin Tijan, hey, welcome. Hey, man, what's up? Wonderful, man. Thanks for stopping by, being a part of this. Uh, I, I just want to see how where comedians get their start, because I feel like big comedians out there, they've always started as a local joker, and no one really knows that true backstory. So this is my opportunity yep. to, to get on it before everybody blows up. How'd you get started in doing comedy? I guess if you go all the way back, it started with like, you know, those books that say like a thousand pickup lines and they're these cheesy, stupid pickup lines. <laughs> yeah. So there was one. There was one so uh, <laughs> I wrote one. It wasn't a pickup line. It was like things you wanted to do but shouldn't. You know, and like there would be sections of like pickup lines and things like that, like jerk off at a drug screening or something. You know, it's just the stupid (laughs) stuff. So I started writing that book, which I never really did anything with. I just wrote it like I would write things down. And then I guess it started from there. I actually started comedy in Vegas like, I don't know, 12 years ago. But since I'm from Uh Tucson... I would only do open mics in Tucson when I would visit Tucson because I felt comfortable there. So I did laughs down down there. Yeah. So I did laughs down there like every now and then. There would be like maybe a two, three, four month gap between each time I did it. Um, And then I had like I did two or three times, maybe four. And then I never had any plans of doing stand-up again. Then I moved back to Arizona. I moved back to Phoenix. And uh, my cousin was like, hey, I want to see you do stand-up. So I looked up an open mic. I wrote, you know, I wrote material and stuff. And I did well. I did well. So Mm -hmm. I so I did well that time. Then I went back the second time and that went well. Then I went back a third time and I bombed. Oh, and uh, that's my then, next question too yeah, about then, bombing. And when I bombed, so the first uh-huh. and second time I would invite relatives out. Mm-hmm. And then the third time I bombed, I was like, yeah, I'm never going to invite people out again. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I remember the joke. It's actually a joke that I like, I say now because I've perfected it. It's uh, <laughs> so I so I have a disability. I have uh, mm-hmm. muscular dystrophy. It gives me overall body weakness, right? I can't. I can barely lift twenty pounds, and so okay. Uh, the joke is that I could get away with assault because of my disability. Like no one's gonna believe that I assaulted someone. Right. Right. So that that's the whole premise of the joke. But when I told it uh, like 10 years ago, eight years ago or whatever, you know, I didn't have the experience that I have now. So it didn't come out that great. And then but <laughs> like when I 
said it like I uh-huh. when I passed that shre- threshold, like when I stepped onto the stage, I forgot uh-huh. all my material. Oh wow! So in the beginning, in the beginning, I had to like say what I knew, and then it eventually came back to me. Right. So then I I said like so I think I can get away with rape because of my disability. Dead oh, silence. Yeah. Dead yeah, silence. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> assault is a better term for that <laughs> yeah People well i mean with the word now over rape yeah yeah i mean right now i just say i can't be convicted of assault right <laughs> because if i if i say i can't like i can get away with rape it's like saying like oh i'm gonna do this you know it's like right, saying i right. want to do it which i don't like i mean i'm not gonna <laughs> fucking, i'm not clear. gonna do that like, wait a minute <laughs> exactly exactly oh man that's hilarious that's super funny too because if someone did try to say hey he assaulted me <laughs> you're like no i can barely lift 20 pounds like <laughs> right right that, that's yeah, like uh, saying force gump assault to do it's like what like, Who's uh, it's like are you are you crazy? Forrest Gump, he does assault people. He's pretty strong. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So you bombed, and at the time of the bombing, you're like, I'm not going to invite anybody else out anymore because this is awful. But you continue to do stand-up. So what did the, the bombing do for you mentally like to keep going? Like sometimes I think back about my earlier days and I'm like, how did I get through that? Like, what right. was my mentality to be like, oh, yeah, no, I should uh, definitely go back after doing a rape joke uh, my third time. <laughs> I have a I'm an abortion joke. And the first time I told it, it didn't go over well at all. But I know it killed, yeah. so I kept I kept going. I think all comedians have this weird mental <laughs> confidence that, <laughs> that no, someone I, understands I just, what I'm trying I to just, say. I don't know. I say comics are addicted to failure because you know there are more bad mics than good mics, or bad right. shows and good shows. You know, and we just continue to do it. Why? I have right. no idea. Because because. I think once you have the good one, right, you have that uproar of laughter. It's like this weird sense of, it's like a euphoric high. Like you want to chase that dragon. You want to keep that going. So if you if you already yeah. were doing well and then you bomb, you're like, I know I can get that high again. I have to go back out there. <laughs> I think that's the safest addiction anyway out there is if you have the drive for a career. Uh, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's the only thing that like makes me feel alive. When you're on stage and you say something and it hits, dude, that feels so good. Right. Feels it feels so, so and then good. when it comes natural and all of a sudden you're like, you feel like everything is hitting, you can be like, dog backwards. And they're just laughing. It just feels amazing. <laughs> it feels amazing. Like if everything is hitting when yeah. you get that first uproar. Yeah. When you're in, when you're in the bad one in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Political correctness is the thing that's out everywhere it's always been around uh cancel culture is happening and it's kind of seemed like it's dampering the climate of comedy where do you think the climate of comedy is going now with all this going on in the world with political correctness and a uh, cancel culture uh i don't think it's i actually don't think it's going anywhere i think people think it's going somewhere but i don't mm-hmm. think so i listened to uh 
Anthony Jeselnik's podcast, uh, JRVP, I think it's called. And he, w- the thing that he says about political, cr- he doesn't believe in it. He just goes, look, if you don't want to listen to someone, you don't listen to them. Like, that's how it works. Right. Like, there's no that's- cancel culture. It's just if you don't like what someone's saying, you don't listen to them. So it's, uh, but also in like a, another, on another hand, I feel like the big ones like Dave Chappelle, Bill Burr, Louis mm-hmm. C.K., you know, Louis C.K. is uh, pretty much already canceled, if you will. And uh, I think th- that is going to be being canceled. It's going to be like a, a goal for some comedians. Louis C.K. is amazing. Canceled. Now you're seeing more than ever, actually. <laughs> right. I don't, I mean, again, I, I sort of don't think it's canceled. You just find out mm-hmm. who your real fans are. That too. Because I go. mean, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, he's selling out arenas. He just came out with an album. I heard it's phenomenal or it's great, you know, like okay. Louis C.K. does. And if anyone can twist something into fame or whatever, it's Louis C.K. Like he can, he says a yeah. bit. And in the beginning, you're like, I don't know about this. And then at the end, he's, you're like, okay, I get it now. I get it. <laughs> right. He, he pushes that, that limit and then you find it funny. <laughs> like, right, yeah. Right. Where you're like, I don't, I don't think I should laugh at this. And then you're laughing at it. The little CK is hilarious. And then Bill Burr, he's just so, like, seems so mean. Like, <laughs> Everything the way he talks, but it's still hilarious. I love Bill Burr. Yeah, I mean, he was out here. Yeah, he was out here. He, him, and Dave Chappelle, and I think Tom Segura were all here the same weekend. I forget when there was a big, there was a a big. I think it was the weekend of like there's some fight here. I'm not a big UFC person, but I think Mm -hmm. there was a fight here. Yeah, I think that's what when they came like the weekend of that fight. I think it was like a big but like I, I really don't follow UFC either. <laughs> so I can't even tell you. Uh, Bill Burr is another one that where he kind of twists uh, stuff to get on your like you know domestic domestic violence, right? Like kill. He talks about how there you should never hit a woman, you know. And he's like, I can name fifteen right off the top of my head. Like that doesn't mean you should do it. You know, but mm-hmm. exactly the same. You know, so <laughs> I'm I'm sure I'm gonna screw it up, and then people are gonna be like, "This guy, <laughs> fucking, he's promoting rape and domestic domestic <laughs> violence on this podcast." <laughs> We're gonna show him cancel culture right now. One thing that drives me crazy is so Tom Segura is my favorite comedian. Uh, he was the first comic that he like made me cry when I watched him, and I was like. I want to deliver just like this guy. Um, and it mm-hmm. drives me crazy how he gets in trouble for saying a lot of stuff. And it's like, do you not like read his facial expressions and his tone of voice when he says something? Cause I think he's one of the nicest guys just by reading like his body language and the way he says things and the way that he talks and things like that. And now it is advice time where I read a letter and my guest today, Justin, will give some sound advice or some completely ignorant advice. Dear Gerald, I've been with a very special woman for three years 
During those three years, you've had a fair share of ups and downs. We are now separated, but tied together by law. Sorry, I can't give too much detail away because people in our life listen to the show. <laughs> so, and they never skip a beat. I will give her my soul, half of my heart, or whatever she takes to see that she's happy and put her at ease. However, she feels we are not on the same level, even with the information that she has given me too, without her kills me. I can't breathe function. It's like a system meltdown inside my body. Everybody looks down on me because I jump to her every time she needs me, regardless of how she's feeling. Please advise. Is that like, is so advice on how to get away from this woman? Right? Because he'll jump at any opportunity she needs, right? So is it is, is this email asking like advice on how to separate, I guess? Right. All right. Well, I mean, the, the fact that he <laughs> that they said they're legally tied, I'm assuming there's a kid involved. Brainwash the kid. I don't know. Brainwash the kid to be like, yo, uh, your mom's a real bitch. Fucking get away from her. <laughs> like, I feel like that's the... I feel like that's the <laughs> only on your option. Side. Be like, hey, uh, you, yeah, like your, your mom or dad or whoever is a real piece of work. You gotta, like, she's trying to kill you. You should get away from her before she kills you, before she kills us. <laughs> before she kills us. Get away from the mom now. <laughs> Leave your mom alone. Either that or it's gonna be a slow, painful death uh, until you guys die, really. I mean, if you're the parents, you guys are going to be tied because of the kid until you guys die. So it's going to be a slow, painful death. So it's either you brainwash your kid to be like, hey, your, your mom's a real bitch, or you just deal with it. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> she is a real bitch, right? Like, <laughs> what she's doing to yeah. man, <laughs> she's just being a bitch to her. Brainwash the child. I like yeah, that. I brainwash know. the child. Introduce him to Scientology. There you go. <laughs> Problem solved. Just introduce him to Scientology. Once you're in Scientology, there's no. It's it's so hard to get out. It's so hard. Like the mom wouldn't even get the back. I mean the, Well, yeah. I mean, once you meet Tom Cruise, you could be like, "Hey, mom, I don't need a dad, or you know, I don't need parents anymore. I got Tom Cruise over here. I'm set for life." Right. All right, I like it. I'll take it. I, I, I think that was actually very sound advice. It might sound like it's not, but it is. Lady's a bitch. Teach the kids she's a bitch. Introduce them to Scientology. So then he's separated. And then you'll be away from the mom, too, because you can join Scientology as well. All right, let's get back into the interview. Ask a couple more questions. And uh, I got some stupid ones, too, at the end that don't make sense. Unless you can make it make sense. Who do you laugh at? Local jokers, famous people. Who's making you laugh? Who do I, who do I laugh at? Uh, let's see. Locally, uh, Big Irish J. Let's see. There's another one. Chris Shaw. Oh, Chris Shaw. Uh, Jimmy McMurrin. Tyler Treacy. AJ Rivera. Trevor James. But I mean, they're they're like they just they just started comedy, but I think they're funny. 
But I mean, for like the big, uh, tri- do you know tricks? Yeah. Dude, tricks, tricks is hilarious. Always yeah. makes me laugh. <laughs> uh, Butch Bradley, Butch Bradley makes me laugh. I mean, I'm sure there's more, but those are the ones like off the top of my head. Yeah, I love that we have a a lot of like local headline. Uh, Jocelyn Sharp, she makes. Oh, Jocelyn Sharp, man, she's amazing. Yeah, the local scene out here is actually really great. It's just it doesn't get the notoriety as much as like some LA local scene or other places. And I feel like we can do it. The community works together. We can actually be places where people want to come see local talent. Yeah, right. as long as uh, we stay away from the drama, which I think is a big, mm-hmm. big thing that tears apart communities. So as long as we can steer clear of that, we'll be good. That's absolutely true. So when you're not on stage, you're not, you know, pursuing the mics. What are you doing? Working. Uh, <laughs> so I. I'm working and yeah, all I do is work in comedy. Okay. Um, That's my, my favorite place. My like home away from home is like uh, just a coffee shop. That's where I go to write is I'll mm-hmm. just go there, listen to music and drink coffee and, and write. And I'll spend like hours, you know? Um, yeah. You can't like, yeah. If you have some, some couple I mean, yeah. bits in your head, you can get away and just, Right, right, right. Like, and then practice. Yeah. It. Well, right now I'm trying to. Yeah. Right, well, right now I'm trying to uh, like think of new stuff because I I've done shows where they've heard my like my old stuff, and so when I go back, I want them to hear new stuff. So that's what I'm trying to. Which that's what I'm trying to do. Okay. Yeah, but then like to get a really good stuff. set locked in, you gotta perfect the old stuff, try to throw in some new stuff. That's what's a good thing about the open mic. So you can keep the rotation going and get your, uh, you know, your set perfected to where you want to do like a, a certain set when you go places. Where do you see comedy taking you? Are you using, are you doing comedy just as a release, you know, to free your mind and just have fun? Or is it like you want to try to pursue something bigger? I want to try and pursue something bigger. I mean, right now I'm trying to, like I got a camera and I got a recorder, so I'm trying to like sync up the video idea, right? So mm-hmm. I can get out content, you know, cause I, I mean, I gotta reach out to other places and what better place than, you know, the internet where anyone can see it. Right, now, now right. you're all so, over the world and without uh, even get traveling. Content, I've done, like I've traveled and done some guest sets. So, you know, I'm, hopefully that continues okay and yeah no i i actually want to pursue this right now like i find a job to find stand-up comedy all right if there was something out here in vegas with for like like improv like a show or sketch comedy or something would you be interested in being a part of that sure (laughs) anything to help me uh get seen all right so all avenues of trying to, of comedy you're 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 interested in being a part of as long as you could get that exposure i mean i'll give i'll give it a shot i've i've done uh-huh. improv um i'm not very you know i'm not a energetic person mm-hmm. at least i don't think 
So I don't, I don't, uh, because of that, I don't think I'm a, that great of a fit for improv, but if you want me to be in your sketch or something, I'll, you know, I'll give it during the quarantine. I made like a video every day for, I don't know, 20 days or something. Like I started doing it. it the first video was about, uh, like washing your hands, you know, cause uh -huh. that's what we had to do. And I would just, I would just make, you know, I'd be like, Oh, people think that like, you should have fun while washing their your hands. So they sing a song, you know, and then it went from that. And then I just started doing different characters from there. And I did That's that cool. for about 20, 20 days, I want to say. And uh -huh. I, I explored, I explored like a, a part of me that I never knew I had. So that was kind of cool. I did one, uh, one video that I was proud of is I, did this video about brownie the dog so i have like a dog costume for halloween uh -huh. and uh i did this video about this dog named brownie about how he had a bright future and all this stuff and then one day his his uh owners didn't come home uh -huh. so then he like you know went on a bent you know a bender <laughs> sure. and just drank and threw away his life and it was oh. uh it was an interesting uh, video. I like, you know, so it's it right. kind of fun to shoot. Is it, is it up anywhere? Is it on YouTube? But it's on, uh, it might be on you. I think it is on YouTube. Just look okay. up Justin Tijan. It's, I think it's on my Facebook as well. Um, okay. It might be on Instagram. Yeah, I'm on Justin Tijan all across the board, you know, Instagram, okay. Facebook, YouTube. Twitter, even though I don't really tweet that much. Me either. I have a Twitter, but yeah, I don't. I don't tweet. I I, I use Twitter to look at other people's stuff. <laughs> That's kind of what I use Facebook for. I just look at other people's. I use it to advertise for shows, pretty much. That's what I use uh, Facebook for. Right, because everybody is looking in like in a, like Las Vegas comedy groups and everything, so you can advertise and get people to come out. <laughs> All right, so you said you would do stuff right. for co different comedic avenues and exposure. Now, let's say you did something, and there was a guy who says, Justin, we like Brownie. We want to get you in the network, but first you have to join the Illuminati. Are you joining? No, I, no? I uh, probably not. Oh, wow. No. Okay. That, yeah, that's integrity right there. That's morale. <laughs> no, I'm not joining. I'm all, I'm all. I'm all about uh, doing your own thing. You know, okay. I, I don't like, you know, yeah, we're comics. You know, we, we like to do whatever we want to do. We don't want to be held to guidelines or rules or anything. If we're told, hey, say that you can't say this, we're definitely fucking saying that. Right. We're, we're saying that without a doubt. As I went to I opened mic once, and then when we got there, it was like, yeah, don't, no F-bombs or don't say any, too many swears. You can say a uh, bitch, but don't try to say anything. And I was like, okay, I won't. And like the second word was like, fuck this. Oh, sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's like, it, I think I, it just comes out. If you focus on not saying it, you're going to say it. Uh, <laughs> I think I heard a story. I heard a story of Eddie Griffin. He did a show and they were like, hey, 
don't say the n-word too much or something like that or you can't say it mm-hmm. and he just went up there and just rained the n-word <laughs> they're like oh you you think you can tell me i can't say this this is our word i'm gonna fucking say it wow i, I can see him so, doing that too yeah eddie griffin <laughs> That, he says it anyway, like it's like a filler word for him. He'll say it at any time. So telling him not to say it, he probably yeah. can make a whole bit just by saying it. <laughs> this is not a, it's however you want to react to it, respond to it. You don't have to put too much thought into it. But if a vampire fights a zombie, what happens? They turn into Chuck Norris. <laughs> 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 what happens? Uh, if a vampire, they combine forces and become a vampire zombie, and everyone dies. It's gonna kill everyone. Everyone probably would die, or everyone would become a vampire zombie. Because how would you, how would you defeat a, a vampire yeah. zombie? Like you, it, it's already walking around you in the can. daylight because it's a zombie. A flying <laughs> zombie, dude. That's oh, that's some scary shit. I didn't even think about that because vampires and Dracula can fly. Oh yeah, that is some scary shit. Like. <laughs> Now they're flying over gates and fences. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. There, there's nothing that's going to stop them. Right. Right. Someone, so I asked someone that and they said you got to cut their head off and then tear their heart apart, like simultaneously. <laughs> that's, that's too much. Yeah. But then I feel like, I feel like it's going to come back together like the Iron Giant, you know? <laughs> or, uh, it just... Iron Iron Man or whatever. Right. All the pieces it, come back yeah. together. And, and, and it's going to come back stronger. That's a good, that's yeah. a, a good one to contemplate on every now and then. I always think about it. <laughs> Vampire zombie apocalypse. <laughs> that is a good question. I like. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> All right. That's what's up. All right. So... This has been Local Choker, and we're here with Justin Tejan. Now, we had we talked to the guy. We found out his woman's a bitch. We got to get the kid into Scientology <laughs> in the letter. <laughs> uh, yeah. Justin will not join the Illuminati because he doesn't want to be controlled when he does his comedy, right? And uh, <laughs> he he went back and forth from doing comedy for a couple of years. Did it again because a relative asked him to do it, doing well, and uh, he continued from there, right? Yep. There's an opportunity now, so you can let him know. I know you said it earlier, you're Justin Tejan across the board on like in Facebook and everything, but just let people know where they can see you, where they can find you, follow you. Uh, I have, I mean, you can, you know, like I said, you can follow me on Justin Tejan across the board. The next show I have is at the Artifice on the 11th. And that's uh, with with host Sean McSimmons. The Artifice on the 11th. They do a show oh, every Tuesday. And it's a lot of fun. This is in the Arts District. Every Tuesday it's at 9 o'clock. Awesome. All right. So this has been Local Joker with me, Gerald Dean. That's two names, not one. And uh, don't forget to follow me, Mr. Dean Live, on all social media platforms. It's M-R-D-E-A-N-L-I-V-E. <laughs> everywhere especially on tiktok i've got on that since the pandemic and uh i'm just taking talking <laughs> all right y'all thank you for tuning in to the local joker talk to you next week <laughs>